All right, ladies and gentlemen, passengers, thank you for joining us for another episode of Game Train. This time, episode 48. Wow. Um, my name is Carl Smith. I'm here with Callan Davison. Hello. And uh, we're going to talk about some video games with you guys. So let's jump right in to the news. Okay, let's go. Uh, well, looks like Telltale Games is closing down. So that's, uh, that's pretty massive, actually. That came out of nowhere. Overwatch is getting Lego sets. That's right, Overwatch is going into the Lego world. So uh, stay tuned for more news on that one. Nice. I saw one little diva Lego mini-man. Uh, the Diablo franchise is getting a Netflix series, like all the other things on Earth. Um, that's cool. I'm happy about that. I hope we get a Warcraft and a Starcraft one eventually as well. Yep, true. I mean... The Castlevania one was awesome. Do you do you know if this one's gonna be like cartoon Castlevania or movie style Witcher? Uh, I think it's gonna be an anime. Nice, like the Castlevania one then. Yes, awesome. Yeah, that'll suit it. Yeah, that would be really really cool. Uh, yeah, I'm all for all this sort of video games getting Netflix series. Yeah, if they're done well. PlayStation Crossplay. That's right. They have caved. Um, there is a Fortnite beta for this out. Uh, so it looks like. PlayStation's joined the party finally, and hopefully this will lead to more cross-play titles in the future between all the consoles. Wow, this is a big move. I mean, it's funny that they caved, and it's like, haha, you guys weren't going to do it, and you finally did it, you weirdos, just like when you took out Rumble on the PS3. But everyone's pretty much screwed now, because PlayStation were just killing it so much already, and the only thing they had... Like, the only chance the other guys had was that they were doing cross-play. So now PlayStation's like, fine, we'll cave, but now we just... We're going to own this generation. <laughs> but I guess they already did. Um, okay, also, Red Dead Redemption 2 announced that for the download size, it's going to be 105 gigabytes, which, in comparison, I think, Helen, you were telling me um, The Witcher is... 48 gigs? Uh, something like 50 gigs or something. I don't know. It's a lot smaller than uh, 105 gigabytes, though. Wow. I mean, yeah, like, there is going to be, like, you know, all 4K textures and a, a giant dynamic world and 200 different type of species and so on. So I guess it's not a huge surprise, but just be ready and make some plans if you're downloading this game to... Clear uh, your hard drives. Yeah, and your time. Or do it before work or something. Oh, man. Uh, and also, the uh, gameplay trailer part two is out and looks fantastic. I like that there's fishing in this game. You would. <laughs> you would. And there's going to be a lot of species of fish. I know, you I know. know I know. I can imagine it right now. The game starts. You get out of that first tutorial area because you always do the start area first, whatever game it is. Then you yep, go into the yep, world, of course, and I can I could just see you just sending me like a picture of you sitting on this vista, you know, getting all these beautiful screenshots, etc. And you'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I'd be like, "I just caught my fifth fish." <laughs> you should <laughs> you should use photo mode to show me all the different kind of fish. <laughs> like, look yeah. at this one! Wow, twenty centimeters. Um, well, yeah, and it looks fantastic. Like, if you guys haven't checked that out, definitely check out both part one and part two of the gameplay trailers. Yeah. This one was a lot more in-depth of the actual, like, things you'll be doing instead of, like, more the mechanics and stuff. 
Yeah. Which is pretty cool. They're talking about the robberies and the heists and oh, this looks awesome. Playing blackjack and growing a beard. Oh, yeah, they showed the beard, like, really long. It looks awesome. Yeah. Um, but that, ladies and gentlemen, is the news. All right. Now, before we get into the uh, nitty-gritty of this episode, we wanted to have a little chat, a little uh, discussion of, of a certain topic which has been flying around lately, and that is the uh, early access to games if you, if you buy, like, a special edition or you pay more money for it. Yeah, um, yeah. it's just been a bit, like, I mean, they started doing it a couple of years ago, you know, for like two or three days here or there, uh, but now it's just been falling in, into like a, a lot more games recently. Yeah, and it's not like you're paying an extra $5, sometimes you're paying an extra $30 for these special editions. Yeah, it's pretty full on, and it's like, it's kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of okay with it on like a strictly one player by yourself thing, but... No, I, I don't, know, I don't even of... like it on that. If the game's done, release it. Yeah, but I mean, I guess so. Like, the games are done weeks and weeks before they release it. Yeah, yeah, with, like, I, I know that. Timing. But I mean, it's like, okay, you know, this game is slated to come out October 4th. But if you pre-order, you know, with the special edition, you can get October 1st. Like, just release the game on October 1st and just be done with it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I can see the, um, you know, I, like, I can see like they're, they're looking at they're, they're they're trying to get into people's fear of missing out on something. You know, it's like oh oh I've got to get it now because it's out now and everyone else is going to be playing it and stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't I don't actually mind that. I think it's like it's a bit greedy and it's a bit you know, but I get it to try and make extra money. But what I don't like is like if it's a multiplayer type game. And then someone just paid to get in it before everyone else. And like, you know, in the case of Forza, and they've just got all the best cars with the best upgrade and the best gear. Well, then you could also look at FIFA as well with the ultimate team where you slowly, you know, get card packs by playing and you're getting new players and you're making this team. Also, yeah, someone that has early access is going to start on that a few days before you as well. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm, I'm just not sure about paying money to do that. And it's like... Oh well, he paid money. He was like, "Well, now he's going to smash me in this game because he's got better players but, than me." So you're fine with something like Assassin's Creed, which is strictly single player? Yeah, I'm okay with that because it's like I get. I mean, I know it's like greedy and cheeky, but eh, that's business. And I get the like, if you really want this now, pay us a little bit of extra money, or don't, just wait, and it's fine. It's cheap. You know, it's kind of it's on you. But, okay. You know, and I think it's kind of exciting. Like I know it's. I don't know. Like. I don't know why I'm okay with it, but I just am because I just think like if there's a game that I really, really want and I want to play it a bit early, it's kind of fun and cool that I can just go like, all right, if, you know, if I had this money to burn for this one crazy thing, I mean, I spend money on worse things like statues that stand in my room and do nothing. Yep. But yeah, it's just a pay to win thing. Like, well, I, I've, I've just seen it over the last few months just creeping into almost every title that's coming out, like your major ones. Yeah, that's when it starts to get a bit like, we'll just move the date, you idiots. Yeah, it's like, you know, I think the only one that's not doing it at the moment is Red Dead. And it's just sitting on, it's October 2026. Uh, imagine yeah. this, imagine this, that everyone like, you know, moved their dates around, like brung stuff back early or whatever. And then Red Dead went, all right, for an extra $100, you can play it on October 3rd. Imagine all the other companies. 
Oh, man. <laughs> they bring it forward a month <laughs> for early access people. <laughs> oh. Mate, I would pay through the nose for that. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would that be? Oh, I don't I don't quite know if it would be funny. It would be like it, it would be would funny stop. to see the reactions from all these publishers that, you know, have put these release dates in not the clash with Red Dead Redemption. And then, yeah, then Rockstar just go, Alright, early access month early, extra hundred dollars, guys. Oh and they, all their games would just disappear. <laughs> well Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh look I I don't really agree with it and I hope this stops soon, but I feel like we're gonna see it keep going until just like the loot boxes, there's a tipping point and the gamers just lose it. There's always yeah, that tipping true. point. That breaks everyone. Everyone goes, no more. Yep. Yep, that's so true. Oh, wow. Loot boxes, man. I mean, they're still everywhere, but like people are just like walking on eggshells around designing the concept of the loot box now in every game. Yep. Ah, uh, well. Well, I just, yeah, it was nice to get that off our chest. That's been bugging us a little bit uh, these last couple of weeks. But now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let us go into the time for the next Full Out Award. All right, so uh, this is where we rank the free game offerings from the PS Plus people to the Games with Gold. Um, and, well, you know, we were thinking of doing it with Nintendo, but it looks like they have like a set... No one actually knows what Nintendo's doing. <laughs> so I don't think so Nintendo know what Nintendo's doing. Yeah, exactly. So we're just going to leave that still until they have a solid plan to fit into our solid plan. Um, and you know what? We're going to just streamline these a lot more because we spend a lot of time on this and there's a lot of stuff that we don't actually know or really care about. This is just an opinion piece for us. So we're just going to talk about the main two games on each side for the current generation because... We don't want to talk about the weird Vita, Xbox 360, PS3 things that all of us download and never touch again. I mean, us by like me and Kellen. I don't even speaking for you guys. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So let's jump right in. Let's see. Uh, Xbox One this month. Well, yeah, this month they have Overcooked, which is a very fun game, especially multiplayer. But it's on Switch and it's so awesome on Switch, which is. You know, it's such a good Switch game. So, But also they have Victor Vran. Vran. Hard one to say there. Uh, and I, I've never really jumped into this game before, so I had a, just a quick squiz before. And it has 82% on Metacritic and a 9 out of 10 average on Steam. So that might actually be pretty good. The screenshots make it look like some sort of drop-down Diablo-looking thing. And I don't know, I think you're playing like a Van Helsing-looking character. I know very little about this game, but... Just from that, I'm intrigued. But I think it's also on Switch as well. And I don't know about you guys, but anything that's on Switch, I just want to play on Switch. Uh, Let's see. And so that brings us to PlayStation Plus. Uh, And that has Friday the 13th, the game, which I've heard really cool things about, actually. The actual gameplay of it. Apparently, it's quite janky. Um, you know, think uh, Bethesda-y. 
uh, and just kind of thrown together a little bit. But apparently it's quite fun. Like you, you can play either, what's his name? Freddy? Uh, is that no, the no, right one? Jason. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I never know which is which. I gotta watch. Freddy is Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Ev cares. Um, yeah, you can play Jason, or you can play one of I forget how many, but a bunch of teenagers. You know, at the camp, and you either walk around slowly trying to kill them, or you have to try and figure out how to survive. And it's like a scavenger hunt. You got to find like keys to start the car, fuel to put in the car, and everything's hidden around. And you have to try and escape. And that's the whole round. It sounds really fun. So. I reckon we should jump in and give that a go, at least a couple of rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Laser League, which I just don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> did, did you look that up at all? Nope. All right. Well, it's not a strong month, both sides of the coin. And I think by a hair, Xbox One takes it away this time. Just because I already know Overcooked is such a fun game. Um. And it's like a polished and beautiful, um, so much so that it got the sequel. Um, and Victor Vran, I can't really speak for, but the statistics that I just two seconds looked up. So this is the most, like, the most downer kind of full out award. It's just a shitty week, really. But mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to Xbox One. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think Xbox will take it this time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the winner is Xbox. We have to tally up each of these things so we can say who wins the year. Yeah. I guess I got to go back and, and see what, what we've done because I keep deleting my notes uh, after we do these yeah. things. <laughs> Whoops. Um, okay. So Xbox takes away another full out award, uh, which brings us, ladies and gentlemen, into the games we've been playing and things we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Callan, you did some some cool stuff i did some things spoke. all right so i some went to uh the thing called final symphony in melbourne which is uh, it was put on by the melbourne symphony orchestra and they were playing arrangements from final fantasy 6 7 and 10 damn so jealous so eight misses out again <laughs> What's the deal? What is the just? What is it? The deal? Like, eight has wonderful music. Yeah, yeah. But does it have anything as memorable as like Final Fantasy VI's overtune? No, it doesn't. Um, eyes on me. Yeah, you're right. Okay, this is an orchestra eyes though. On me. Imagine eyes on me with an orchestra. Yeah. Okay. Now, fair enough. Okay, one winged angel. It can't beat that from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, that's true. I just want Road to Zanakin, really. Yeah, they did that on piano. Oh, yeah. Oh, of the um, they did. yeah, the oh man, it was amazing actually. The um, so it was split into three parts: a Final Fantasy six part, a Final Fantasy ten part, and a seven part. Okay. And for the Final Fantasy ten part, it was all about the piano. And they had this um, pianist up there, and she was incredible. She didn't even have music in front of her. Damn. And she just, like, you know, this was like a 10, 15 minute piece, you know, and it was quite a complicated piece. And, oh, wow, it was incredible. Like, you know, yeah, the orchestra backing and stuff it was really good. Oh, so it wasn't, it wasn't like a solo piece? No, 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 no. But she was okay, leading cool. it all from the piano. Wow, that would have been so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And she was incredible. It was like, wow, she's got no music in front of her. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So it went pretty good. How long was it? Uh, 
one and a bit hours, one and a half hours, I guess, with an intermission. Oh yeah, and is it is it still showing? Uh, I think it was like one or two nights only. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, they had a tuba guy doing the chocobo theme. I you did pretty good there. Yeah, thanks. Actually. Yeah. No, that was that was pretty fun. You know. Yeah. It was, it was good. It was good. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're having a pretty good year for video game music. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I want to get to a Zelda one sometime. I think that'd be pretty cool too. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and maybe a Final Fantasy VIII one. If anyone does anything with Final Fantasy VIII, can you let us know on the podcast? Because no one does anything with Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, even just on its own. <laughs> I'll be there. Uh, right. Just um, like a 10-minute show. Um, also, uh, yeah, I checked out the Life is Strange 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so epi- course. episode one released the other day. So it's five parts again, um, releasing every four to six weeks. Nice, okay. Yeah, it was interesting because uh, I really loved Life is Strange 1. Um, yeah, oh, that was awesome. So far, I don't find the characters as relatable as the characters from Life is Strange 1. Okay, so is it all different cast? Yes. Wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's not... Life is Strange 1 was set around a school, pretty much. Life is Strange 2 is, feels like it's constantly going somewhere. So you're not in the okay. one location the whole time, which... Oh, so you many different scenes and... Yeah, so you're not hanging around the same characters all the time as well. And now how that goes throughout the story, who knows? Because this is only part one, which... You know, I felt for Life is Strange, the first part wasn't overly great. It wasn't until, like, part two that it really started to grab me. So, I'm interested to see yeah. how part two of Life is Strange 2 goes. Mm, oh, wow. Yeah, that'll be, like... If it follows the same way, it'll just, like, really lift up. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and this one... Like, Life is Strange 1 was based over, what, a couple of weeks? Maybe not even that. I think Life is Strange 2 is based over, like, a year. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it plays the same. You move around, you look at things, you solve little tiny puzzles. Uh, you got dialogue options, which change things on different... I don't want to... I can't give anything away. I don't want to give anything away, so I can't yeah, go into course, too much detail. Uh, What's the... Uh, is, is the engine the same? Like Yeah, yeah, just a bit okay. cleaner. So, well, actually, I can talk about the characters a little. So, you play yeah. as Sean... And um, pretty much his sort of the secondary character is his brother, Daniel. So things that you do actually influences Daniel the way Daniel is. Okay. So, for example, you can shoplift from a store and then later on Daniel might steal something and go, well, I saw you steal something. So I thought that was okay. wow. Yeah. So that's not really spoilers, but that's an example of what can happen. So I I stole something from the shop and then later on Daniel's like, hey, I stole this. And then you're trying to explain to him as big brother to little brother. uh, No, that's wrong. We only steal sometimes. Wow. Okay. So you play like an actual role model. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they're brothers in this one. Brothers and friends. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Interesting dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. So one out, actually. yeah. So um, things you do influence what Daniel does. So you have to be careful of that. 
Wow. So that's out now, and and they're like, what what are they like, thirty bucks? Ah, uh, I don't know, forty or fifty bucks for the whole set. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's awesome. Yeah, actually, for the whole five. Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, I haven't really been playing much besides our review games until two nights ago, when you and I just smashed a bit of Assassin's Creed Odyssey before recording this episode. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, I've been sitting there for that last couple of minutes, just waiting to go into the game. Yeah, so, um, not enough to review it, we'll be reviewing it in full next episode, but uh, just first impressions, that game immediately grabbed me. I was so tired by the time it came out at midnight, Yeah, and I was like, I'm just going to play, like, five minutes and just see what it looks like and then I'm gonna go to bed next minute 3 a.m I'm like oh probably should stop now yeah yeah it was uh well I started it I started as the the man character Alexios played it for 10 minutes and went nut and restarted again yeah all that same night Mm -hmm. well he just I just didn't like his voice actor no Cassandra is that her name yeah she's just way better she's awesome great voice really cool looking woman she looks like, like a tough, powerful it's like Zeno. woman. Yeah, fully. Yeah, it's amazing. And if you have like a, you know, a shield and a sword, it's just, just like, come on, guys, this is Zena, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, it looks beautiful. Ah, we'll we'll say a lot more uh, next episode. But yeah, first impressions are looking very good. Pretty much, it's Assassin's Creed meets The Witcher in Greece. Yes. Fully. Yeah. I really like where they're going and with it this It is massive. The world is huge this time. Oh, man. I've been playing it for hours, and I haven't left the first tiny, tiny island. Yeah, you're on that and first island. I, I was moved off that island into, like, the mainlandish areas. <laughs> just the oh, amount wow. of stuff to do is just actually a bit overwhelming. Damn. All right. Well, yeah. let's get on with this episode yes. so we can go overwhelm ourselves more. Mm-hmm. Um uh, we're just going to jump in real quick. Uh, this episode's shout-out uh, is going to go to uh, a friend of the show, Neil Napper, with his uh, NJ Napper Flooring Company. So he does carpets. He does all kind of things, uh, mostly like corporate stuff. But this guy is fantastic. And I shout-out to him because I just moved um, to a new place. And one of the rooms in that place was a, was a garage, which I've been waiting to set up for. For ages, um, I used to always have sort of game setups in here, gaming setups slash music for the uh, music stuff. And when we moved in, it was like, oh, it's just normal cement. I need someone to put some carpet in. And he came and helped out, and he was done in less than two hours, this full double garage, and it looked incredible. The man is amazing. So I I don't even know how he does his work. We're like mid-conversation the whole time, like it was nothing. Next minute, he's like, all right, bye. I'm like, whoa. What just happened? I have a whole new room. So, you know, if you want anything like that done to pimp out your garage or you got something going on, give him a call. Uh, look it up. Uh, NJ Napper Flooring. Capital N, capital J, N-A-P-P-E-R Flooring. So, yeah, that's our shout out this week. Cool. Um, which brings us to the main feature event, ladies and gentlemen. The first of our double review feature games Forza Horizon 4. 
Right, uh, Forza Horizon 4. Now, we know the deal normally with these games. It's developed by Playground Games, published by Microsoft Studios. Um, and they're just giant open-world racing games with beautiful mechanics. I guess that's that's the gist, you know, like a... Um, I don't know what else to say to, to say like a Horizon... Forza Horizon game in itself, but Horizon 4, the gist is kind of a bit bigger, and now it has chasing, changing seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got an online world that you kind of constantly can just jump in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the seasons happen weekly. So this week, it's starting off in uh, for the public uh, in summer. Next week's going to be autumn, and so on and so on. And it stays like that for everyone for the whole week, it's, which I think is just so cool. It's like really subtle. I mean, the changes are massive on the roads and stuff, but I, I just really like the thing it does to bring the community together because I just love the feeling that I'll jump on sometimes and it'll be winter and I know it's winter for everyone else playing. It kind of makes me feel like I belong to something bigger in this other, just little, just a subtle way of just really like re- reiterating. Oh, I, I like how it had certain events on what season you're in as well, like special events for that week. Yeah, they change specifically. Um, and just more about the gist, you, you have like a, you can play up to a six player uh, like convoy and you can do like six V six on a race, you know, of, of 12 races and they accumulate all the points. Uh, but Or you can just ride around with your friends and do anything together. Everything in the campaign you can do with like one other friend or up to six people, which I think is just unreal. And yeah, there's weekly events to compete in. Uh, daily events, all that kind of thing. It's it's like destiny, you know, for Forza. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, it's uh oh, had, yeah, because um, Forza Motorsport is up to like number seven, which is their alternate game they release each year, yes. sort of thing. And that's your that, every other, and that's all your closed circuit racing. You know, you for that sort of you know race tracks this is this is proper open world racing where you know you're racing around well the UK this time oh i didn't even you didn't even mention it, it. so last uh, last uh, time was uh, australia this time is the united kingdom so we there, yes. there's there's um notable landmarks like glastonbury um edinburgh you know, like the Edinburgh Castle's there. The, actually, the the township of Edinburgh is probably my favorite thing in the game. Yeah, and and the fact that uh, the Forza Horizon Festival is right on that Glastonbury Festival grounds. Hey, yes, that's right. Yeah, which which is kind of funny. But the the actual township of Edinburgh, I thought, was amazingly done. Like I spent a lot of time in Edinburgh when I lived over in the UK. And oh, nice. I feel like they absolutely nailed it. I'm like, yep, I know exactly where I am in this in this city right now as I'm as I'm driving around. Um, yeah, it was just just the look and the feel of it, and oh, it was it was just so well done. It's like, yep, there's the train station, you know, and I'm like, oh, I used to go eat near there, and you know, there's a it's really cool. There's a there's there's the castle. All right, so. I was staying in a hostel across the road from here and things like this. So good. I love how, like, just these guys, like the playground games, are really good at making, like, the caricature of a city. Like, not making it one-to-one. Like, Australia was ridiculously un-Australian shaped, but they capture everything that is what it is. And, like, as a local, when you're playing it, you're like, this feels like 
Byron Bay. This feels like the Gold Coast. This is amazing. But then, like, to someone who's, like, not a gamer, say, like, I don't know, my dad or something would walk in and go, like, ah, that's not where that's supposed to be. That doesn't look like Australia. And it's like, yeah, but if you actually look at it, they kind of just really nail the vibe. Like, they just take all the important bits like a caricature, like a really ridiculous drawing of a person where you're just like, you can look at it in one second and go like, oh yeah, that's Elvis Presley. But it's a person with a ginormous head and a teeny tiny body or, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think they just, they're so good at that, at just finding like what's important, what makes this the memorable place that it is. Yeah. And it, like, I mean, they have awesome actual real details as well. Like they went and captured, captured sky boxes in the air at the UK uh, four times in the year over like a, a week long, I think, just capturing skyboxes and images and pictures of the sky because the way the light fell was different in the different seasons and they found it was important to capture that, to really capture the mood of what it feels like to be like winter in the UK or, you know, autumn in the UK and, and how and where and the direction the sun goes was important to them for that. And I was just like, that's fantastic. No one needed that. Yeah. But I'm so glad they do it, you know, because it's all these like things that we don't notice unless they're not there. Like, I guess that that's just what makes the magic in these games. I guess, you know, like Rockstar do with theirs. There's so many things in there that we wouldn't actually ask for or care about. But because they put them in there, it all sort of adds up to make just a really believable, beautiful world. Mm-hmm. It, it, it definitely has got a lot of the features from part three. And they've sort of expanded on them with like the changing seasons and stuff like that. But I think yes. the, um, the most interesting other uh, new feature which you touched on is the uh, shared open world. Yeah, that's just great. Like because uh, this time, just about every other car you see racing around is an actual person. You can turn this on and off. But in in the original, they'll just uh, driver tires are called, and they'll just like you know names of your friends on your friend list. But this time, it's actual people driving around the world. Yeah, and you can, you know, race them or when you do like a random uh, event yourself, no one else is with you, you can just invite everyone else that's currently (laughs) out and about if if you wanted to and they can join you, you know, help you or you can face them. There's also like these uh, like mini games you can play with it, kind of like Capture the Flag and King of the Hill kind of things. But I didn't get a chance to try that and I really wanted to, but for some reason I just couldn't match up with any players and I tried over and over again so I'm going to try and uh, see if uh, we can have a turn of a few of those and talk about it next episode mm-hmm. to let you guys know how those goes but um, yeah. right now I can't honestly say I just couldn't did you have a few no, goals no but um, in terms of other things to do there's like all oh, your normal racing so there's like on road racing off road racing uh, drifting drags um speed ones speed ones um yeah. cross country style uh circuit style and then there's just sort of like get to a point style so yeah there's like yeah. lots of different and and also again the collectibles as well like there's all these signs that you can hit there's beauty spots to find and of course yeah. what car went out and did he went and drove over every road in the game just cuz cuz you can just cuz you <laughs> no. can i I wish it didn't happen so quickly. Like, I don't know. It just, I wish it was a little bigger. I feel like I drove every road in less than three days and I wasn't really even smashing the game hardcore because I've been moving house in between. But I mean, it was such a nice wind down exercise. If 
And it's, I really love doing it because it's just like this tiny little thing. You get like a little bit of XP and it's a way of just exploring the world without thinking. Because I was like, like I said, I was mid-moving house. So I'd do this huge load of stuff, load up the car. And then I'd have like, you know, five, ten minutes. But I wouldn't be sure when the next truck would arrive or whatever. So I'd run into the room and just chill. And instead of like trying to jump into an event, or I'd just drive around the countryside and look at the beautiful world while unlocking more roads and that in itself was like this really cool therapeutic activity amongst all the other stuff to do but yeah they have a lot of stuff like that yeah so yeah there's there's plenty to do when i yeah i I thought the world would have been bigger though than what it was um yeah and like i think i was just a little let down on the size of it yeah like you know yeah after australia yeah and you just kind of can't like the seasons really help but you just can't beat that Australian setup of like all the biomes alone in just a small space that's still believable as one small enough country. You know, like they have these jungles and then they have the beach and like open fields and farms and then desert and snow. Like, you know, so it was, I don't know. And and the seasons do help. They really do make it fantastic to see and every time you do a race you do it again in a different season and it feels different and then you do it in a different car again so it like really builds on like how much world there is just not in the actual size if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and i got the feeling that for me it feels a lot like the map in forza horizon 2 oh okay see i never played 2 so i can't comment on that ah right okay i mean it was just because that was like well, south of France, I think it was. And just kind of similar greenery and the stone buildings and like obviously different place, but just when you'd like look at it quickly, like just the vibe. It's not like going to like America or Japan or something totally different. Mm-hmm. But those are just like small finicky things. Like this game, I, I reckon, oh, by, by the way, obviously it is like stunning to look at. It's 4K, it's 60 frames per second uh, it's just beautiful the photo mode really shows it off but even when you're not playing that like these cars look incredible the breaking walls you know made from stone and and they all crumble like every piece every brick falls separately like it's such a satisfying looking feeling game so i have to say that yeah yeah so uh wh- how did you score this one there there's like a few finicky things in it like there's some uh like those um we were talking about those signs you can break down. Some of them look out of reach. And then we discovered, and after I've tried to get it for like 40 minutes, trying to figure out how to jump up onto a building to get this sign, randomly like a um, a thing they call a Forzathon group event comes up where every now and then like an event that everyone on the map can join in to help each other achieve. Mm-hmm. One of those came on and a ramp appeared near the building just out of thin air. And that's how you get the sign. So things like that were a bit... And for me, I didn't quite like that you could do things only in certain events like that if 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 it looked like if it was available in the real world. But aside from these finicky things like this game, I I think it's a perfectly balanced driving game. Like you want arcade fun, just level up the cars automatically, get high scores, done. You want simulation, they have like epically adjustable upgradable car parts piece for piece and you can change how they feel you want just like exploration you do the roads and the photo missions and the boards you you want bar finds to encourage like 
discovery of new fun places and mm-hmm. so i gave this a 9.9 a 9.9 yep yeah out of 10 i think it was yeah i think it was almost perfect i absolutely love this game Whoa. so so much and and the little finicky things that just kind of not make it a 10 for me i just like not enough compared to all the fantastic things i think are in this yeah wow yeah. So wait, you're saying That's this a... is your game of the year then? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen another game. You've just scored as high as in Spider-Man and God of War. Yeah. Okay. I, I I'm aware. I um I think it's fantastic. I, I I've I've enjoyed my time with it. It's a great racing game. It's so solid. It's it's uh now my favorite racing series. Uh yeah. Yep, yep. I'm welcome. Thanks, Carl. Yep, yep, you're welcome, <laughs> of course. I didn't want to say yeah, that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Because yeah, to... you introduced me to the series the other year. So, um, yeah, look, I I really enjoyed it. Again, it's an, another way forward. I can't wait to see what they do with part five when they eventually do that in a couple of years' time, where we'll be going on yeah. that. Um, as I said before, I think they nailed the feel of Edinburgh, like 100%. Um, awesome. I would have liked to see maybe a bit more of, like, southern UK more. Because it feels like a lot of it is very northern UK. I, yeah, I guess Edinburgh for DLC uh, deals with that. Um, yeah, it could be DLC. Um, I think I just would have liked another big city. Like, okay, I guess London would have been too big to do, but maybe like a, a Cardiff. They could have put Cardiff in. Like, I feel like Wales misses out. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, look, I've, again, I thought it was very, very solid game, and I've given it a nine out of ten. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Forza Horizon 4, which brings us now to the second of our feature games this episode, FIFA 19. As you guys know, Callan is the one that normally plays the more sports games on this uh, this here game train show. So I'm going to hand it over to him yep. for this section. All right. So FIFA 19 is the latest edition in the FIFA franchise. We get one of these every year. It's been going for a very, very long time now. Uh, it is developed and published by EA. And it is, well, FIFA, it's a, it's a soccer game. You, you play soccer, right? Yep. You know? Uh, or English football for those, you know, English fans out there that would be screaming, going, it's football, not soccer. <laughs> yes, of course. We are an Australian podcast. Yeah. This is how we do it. So, yeah, our latest edition of FIFA. Um, all right. So, what they've added this time, we should just get straight into that. They've, uh, they've yes. added the Champions League this time. So, the Champions League is the league held over in Europe where, like, the, the top... I think two or four teams, depending on the division that you play in, go into like a big league tournament. So like they, they get people from the English Premier League and from like the Europa League, etc. Whoever wins these tournaments or top four or whatever, they, they go into this big thing called the Champions League. And if you can win the Champions League, it's like you're the best of the best over there, pretty much. It's a huge, huge nice. deal. Um, <clears throat> so they've added this because I think it used to, the rights to the Champions League used to be owned by... Um, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer, but now 
Um, uh. Now now EA's got the rights to the Champions League, so they're finally about to implement it properly into the game. I think there's been like a, a, a slight version of it in past FIFA games, but not called the Champions League, I think. Um, I'm just going okay. back. See, I... With the FIFA games, I, I might play one every five years or, or whatever. So yep. it's kind of, yeah, hard remembering back to that sort of stuff. Also, um, the the last um, three or oh, last two FIFA games before this one, there been uh, there's been a story mode called the Journey, where you play as uh, Alex Hunter and his sort of role rising up the ranks. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a back in this one. This is the final part of it. You play as three characters as this in this one. You play as Alex, and he joins uh, Real Madrid after um, Ronaldo leaves there, which happened in real life. Ronaldo left there. Oh, nice work. Um, nice so, so, implementation well, there. Yeah, yeah, they saw it as a great implementation to go, yay! Yeah, kudos to uh, them. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you also play as this other guy, Danny Williams, who's playing in the EPL. And you also play as uh, Alex's half-sister, Kim, who's playing in the Women's World Cup. Nice. Okay. So the story switches between each of the characters and they have a bit of interaction. There's actually a couple of different choices in the game as well, which which is interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Like you can choose to side with like your manager or your mum sort of thing and then things like that sort of happen the story might change slightly depending on who you side with alright that's pretty interesting yeah yeah so um yeah you play through like um matches soccer matches but then um yeah there's story mode to go along with that and then you get rated throughout the matches and you gotta try and you know keep your rating up and you know things like this okay uh, this um, tra- d- hmm? so d- did you know how long the um the campaign was uh it's Roughly? quite long um I reckon you end up playing about thirty to forty matches throughout the throughout the journey. Okay, and the match is like twelve minutes, fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so nice. th- there is a fa- a fair bit there. That's quite um, a lot. Yeah, yeah. May- it might even be more matches there, and then also between matches you do training as well. So that takes up a bit of time. You do these little skill games where it's like, all right, try and um, hit these targets in in the soccer net or dribble around these cones and then shoot a goal and things like that and it builds up your stats throughout the game oh uh, yeah yeah okay wow it's like a 20-30 hour campaign yeah 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 it's quite long it's quite lengthy I've been playing a lot of it Damn. Um, also another mode that returns which a lot of people love is the FIFA Ultimate Team yeah now, okay this stuff goes over my head I can't I it, it, so uh, how do I explain this like, you make your own team but it's like you get different packets of cards that you open and it will have a random player in there and then you put that player into your team and then you slowly make your team better and you play off against other people's teams. Okay. I know they do the similar thing for like basketball as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's it's been going for a bit now, this FIFA Ultimate Team, and yeah, I I struggle with it because I don't know who a lot of the players are. Yeah, of um, course. You, you know, I, I just look at their rating and go, oh, yeah, he's got a higher rating than him or or whatever. But I don't really know what I'm trying to achieve with it. And such. Yeah. Or some people, you go onto YouTube and there are people like, all right, guys, here's the guide, right? So this is what you do. And you're going through all these steps. And I'll watch some to just try and get my head around this because um, I played a bit of the Ultimate Team and trying to get my, my little team up and going. 
Um, I just really struggle with it personally, but I can see how some people would absolutely love this mode. Because I feel if there was an ever an AFL game with like AFL Ultimate Team, I would just fall in love with it and being able to do all that sort of stuff. I yeah, just don't okay. know personally enough about soccer to be able to do just all this stuff and just and there's not, you've got to dedicate a lot of time to it as well. Right, and like, you don't, uh, don't uh, care enough for the people personally. Oh, I just you know I I felt for me I had more fun playing the campaign, but then yeah. some people won't ever touch the campaign. They'll they'll get FIFA and they'll go straight into Ultimate Team and that is all they play for the entire year until FIFA 20 comes out next year. Wow. And then there's like career mode on top of that. Yes, yes. So there's normal career mode as well <laughs> where you nuts. can either play as a manager or as a player. And you make so your own I'm, dude. I've been doing that as well. I've made my own guy. I've put myself into the A-League and I've been playing through that. Wow. Yeah, uh, which has been a lot of fun, except for the final game. So my team was doing great. We won like every game. No one was scoring goals against us. You know, it was so much fun. The championship last friggin' final game in the last five seconds of the match, the computer scored and won. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And I'm saying, I reckon I, oh, this was about a 30 match season I did. Well, and I, I mean, and I, lost, I lost the final match and I'm like, ah. Uh, so you yeah, came second uh, in the whole season. That's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, again, you can put your player through training and it ups his stats. You get different perks for your created um, uh, player. Um, there's like little challenges to like, you know, do 300 short passes and, you know, then your, one of your stats might go up and things like that, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice, I really enjoyed nice. that. Yeah. Um, also... Um, apart from all that, you can go and just play all the skill games, like as I was talking before, the training games, and you get rated from like A to F. So you try and you know you try and get A rating on everything. Oh no, I can just see. Um, what was that game we were playing? Um, uh, Gran Turismo. Oh we yeah, it, it, it's hard. Like some are, some are quite easy, and then some are yeah, just like I'm getting D's the whole way here. How are people getting A's on this? Like, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. But this game looks absolutely gorgeous. And it just it just plays and feels great. Like as I said, I didn't play last year's FIFA on a main console. I played the Switch version, but I can't really judge it against that because yeah, yeah, Switch versus 4K Xbox. Yeah, and it, I mean this does yeah. look awesome. That's something I can actually say. I did jump on yeah. and try some stuff. I was rubbish. Didn't get a goal yep. at all after three games, but uh, it felt fun. Yeah, <laughs> it looked amazing. It, yeah, it's look, it's a lot of fun. It's it's um, you know, the FIFA series for me is something that I'll jump into every five years or so. Like, I still feel my favorite personally for whatever reason is FIFA 07. Uh okay, mine is '98 World Cup. Oh, nice! I love that game so much, and I played it for hours and hours. And I don't know why, but uh, I I think I I like seven the most because. I used to go to a friend's place and that would just play FIFA 7, you know. And so I had ah. that sort of banter and stuff always going with 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 uh part uh with 07. Yeah. Um but yeah, um you well, know, what, we we played we played a match online. Oh yeah, we got to do another one because it was extremely laggy. I did score oh, the first score ever. Uh, us I don't there. know if it was your internet or if it was their service, so we have to go back and and check that but we had a very laggy experience it was kind of awful 
Yeah, it was, it was not good. It wasn't good. But I'm I'm hoping we, we play again and hopefully it'll be smooth. So we'll let you know on next episode if the um, online smooth because Kyle's got yes. better internet now. Kyle's yes. just moved house. So his, so we played when he was in his old house with his rubbish internet. So we still don't know if it's his internet or all that. But um, in saying all that, um, I love this game. I've put in so many hours into it so far, and I think I'll keep putting hours into it. I feel like, remember last year how I just fell in love with the cricket game, and I just I played it, like, for months? I think yeah, we I feel, all do. I think, I think I've got another one here where I'll be playing this. I think I'm going to try and get into Ultimate Team a bit more, maybe nice. watch some more YouTube, try it again. Um, I haven't really gone online to play other people, though. I'm a bit too scared. I just don't want to get smacked 5-0 and just... Yeah hate yep. myself that's why I just play against the computer and at least next year we can have a much better review in that's comparison. right well, yeah well with FIFA 20 I'll be able to say alright so these controls are changed oh another cool thing they've put in is actually um a new way of kicking goals you can actually choose to point in that when you sort of release the ball more now like you, it used to be just you hold the button and you'd kick the ball now you can hold the button but if you tap you'll actually kick the ball earlier Ah. Yeah, so that was another thing they've added in. Um, for me, I don't really go with that too much. Um, I just keep it pretty pretty simple when I'm shooting for goal. But yeah, I've, look, I've thoroughly enjoyed this game, and I'm giving an 8.9 out of 10. Nice. Okay, yep. cool. Yep, yep. Great sports game. Um, it's, it's given me hours and hours <laughs> of entertainment, and I feel like it's going to keep giving me more hours yeah. over the next uh, several months. I think it will too. Well, I give it a nothing uh, because I Whoa. can't actually give it anything. So yeah, I give it yeah. both a 10 and a 0. <laughs> oh, but you you didn't play it really, so... No, no, I can't actually yeah. review it officially at all. Yeah, so, yeah. so no, that is not a 0. That is just him saying <laughs> NA not available. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was FIFA 19. Right, so we are now at the time for, you know it, Games of Our Lives. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the Games of, of Our Lives. lives. Uh, this is the section where we talk about our favorite game of every system we've ever owned. And this time we've got a little, uh, little sidestep in the whole timeline here. We are going with iOS and Android because, let's be honest, somewhere in there, after like 2010... It cemented itself as one of the um, one of these. What do you call them? Consoles and systems. Like most yep. gaming magazines platform. had an iOS section in them. You know, like Pla- PlayStation. Yes, platform. 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 Um, platform. A form of pl- plates. <laughs> okay, um, all right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So they had like you know many different magazines had sections of PlayStation, Xbox, iOS, and it was like oh. And I remember I was one of those people who was just so late in getting an iPhone or even a decent Android phone. And I'd see these sections going like, who is playing these amazing looking, colored, beautiful games? Like, I can't do that on my Nokia thing. But um, having said that, yeah, I mean, once iOS started kicking in with these apps and games and you had like your, you know, Tiny Wings and your um, Angry Birds and all this, it just went gangbusters and some of them were just 
phenomenal like in the visuals and stuff like i don't remember that one with they had that night it was like dark soulsy and you'd walk around and it was like super crazy you had to get the latest iphone to get it but anyway what was your favorite ios slash android game fallout shelter nice yep that's right originally released on ios and android first yeah it did i had it on ios i yep, had it right yep. here um yeah because i had one picked out i had a game picked out and then you went post 2010 i went well thanks for that mate <laughs> what what did you have angry birds i'm sure oh, was that was that before I mean- 2010 I feel like that was off, and I feel like Angry Birds should totally count. That is like an iOS. I know, I know. Right? It might have been after 2010, actually. Now I think it might have been. About it. Oh, I, I might still go Fallout Shelter, but Angry Birds is up there. Angry Birds is an amazing game with the yes, whole it is. shooting your birds off as like catapults, and you different birds, and they have different abilities. They got a movie. This, <laughs> and it's a puzzly sort of game oh it was so much fun yeah and you level up and you get different kind of birds that do so now i'm talking angry birds rather than fallout shelter (laughs) and well i mean fallout shelter is more recent so our listeners are probably a little bit more aware well for those that don't you build a uh, a fallout shelter with different rooms you look after your little guys down there almost not like sims maybe you just got to keep your everything working together down in your uh in your vault giggity uh yes that is that's very true. Uh, and it was awesome. They used like the, um, uh, like that, um, I'm losing all my words today. Um, yep. uh, what did we, you know what, what is that word? Um, uh, I know what you're thinking of, a special. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a, it's a word like what Mickey Mouse is or what Bugs Bunny is or, or. Character? No, no. No, please come Mascot. on. Mascot. Mascot. Um, yeah, so they used the Fallout mascot um, as like the main design of all the characters in it, which is really cool. And they actually translate very well into little playable characters. Well, controllable. Yep. So what was yours? Uh, mine, I, I had a special mention for um, Fruit Ninja, but mine was definitely Jetpack Joyride. Okay. I loved I loved that game, and that was both of those games were from Half Brick Studios, which are Brisbane-based developers, which is just amazing. Uh, and Jetpack Joyride is just like kind of a, you know, you're flying with a jetpack from left to right, and you got to just keep tapping on a button to make sure your guy hovers. Uh, but if he hits the ground, it's fine. He can run. You can go all the way up to the roof. But there's all these like obstacles in the middle, like laser things and fiery whatever's that you have to avoid and it's just about getting as far as you possibly can and it slowly 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 starts to get faster and faster and faster but if you hit anything it's game over and there's all these like upgradable you know things you can get like sneakers that make you jump faster and you can jump inside vehicles that let you ride through all the obstacles for a few seconds you can upgrade your jetpack so it looks different you can shoot bubbles out or rainbows or lasers um but yeah, it was just really cool, cool art style, really fun, tongue-in-cheek game. Jetpack Joyride, old school. It, it When I was thinking about it for this episode, it made me actually go back and um, re-download it and have a play. And it's, it holds up so well. Still awesome. Mm. But yeah, that was uh, Games of Our Lives. Nice. Mascot! Can't believe I forgot that word. Yeah. Thank you. Um, 
Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to our passenger queries. Um, we had a well, Callan asked a good one this this episode. What you want to take take the reins? Right yeah. Now? So with the announcement of the PlayStation Classic, which is coming out, and they've said you know the first couple of games that is coming out with it, but they've left all the other games sort of you know they haven't announced anything yet. I thought I would ask the passengers what they would like to see on PlayStation Classic. Yes. All right. So. Uh, let's let's do it. All right. So straight off the top is Peter Tron, and she says Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three. Interesting choice. Uh, it had a favorite soundtrack and Silent Hill Two, but I think Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three was on PlayStation Two. Yeah, it might have been. Hey, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So we'll say that's Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two then, Peter. Oh no, but but the the soundtrack. So I know. Just have I know. To- listen to Spot- Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, ben Schuster, give me Metal Gear Solid and Castlevania Symphony of the Night and I'll be happy. I reckon we'll see Metal Gear Solid on it. There's been a lot of people going Metal Gear Solid, you know, wanting that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Unless there's some sort of legalities attached or whatnot. Yeah, Konomi might play hardball. Yeah, I mean, they and they're known to do that. Yeah. Um, Nathan Dodd said Need for Speed and Need for Speed Underground 2. Now, wasn't that PS2 as well? Uh, Underground 2 was, yeah. Need yeah. for Speed. Need for Speed was definitely PS1. Because I remember yep. I had all the way up to 4. Yeah. On PS1. Yeah. I loved 4 so much. I, I loved 2. Man, 4 had this thing where if you scratched your car, you had to pay for it. <laughs> and it made me the greatest driver. Oh I've my ever gosh! Been. No, thank you. Yeah, like you couldn't even touch other cars. No. And the now you've seen how I drive ball. drive in Forza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. No thanks, man. I like treasured my car, and even if if it was like the smallest scratch, you still had to pay for the re redoing your paint job. Oh it was wow! Full on, and but I loved it. It. I think that game is what got me into rally games because of the way you have to like really think about braking and slowing down and avoiding things even though it wasn't a rally game I was like don't touch my car get the hell away from my car <laughs> uh, Neil Napper, the carpet man the carpet said, man uh, said Metal Gear Solid would win me over yep another yep, Metal another Gear one. Solid um, Honkers Maximus nice man says uh, definitely Tekken 3 and Twisted Metal 2 yes yeah yes yeah. so good um, I never played Twisted Metal 2, but I did play Tekken. A lot of Tekken. Nice. Did you play any of the Twisted Metals? No. No. Damn, they were so cool. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I, I could see Twisted Metal being one that people would want, because I know it's quite a popular franchise that sort of just disappeared over the last... How many years now? It's, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think it would age very well, so it definitely needs a reboot. Yep. All right, Reef Aiken, our questions guy. He's got a big list here. It feels like he's petitioning Sony here for all these. Yep. Uh, he wants... <laughs> Suikoden 2? Oh, yeah. Su- yeah we'll go- Suikoden? I don't know. Suikoden 2? Uh, Tenchu Stealth Assassins, Tenchu 2, Birth of the Stealth Assassin, Command and Conquer Red Alert, Oddworld Abe's Exodus. Nice. Bloody Raw 2. So Metal good. Gear Solid, so we've got another Metal Gear. Another Metal Gear, yeah. Told you it's, uh, yeah. it's a big one. Uh, he wants Final Fantasy VII, which actually is on there. Um, yep, it is. Fa- so he Final wins. Fantasy, 
but he also wants eight and nine as well. So someone wants Final Fantasy eight on something, finally. Finally. Uh, this is my best um, friend. <laughs> um, and Ape Escape. Just a few amazing ones I wish were on it, he says. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Well, yep. Like you yeah. said, Final Fantasy seven is already on it, and nine yeah. is going to come out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nine's going to be on everything soon, so... But, uh, and Oddworld, yeah, Abe's Exodus would be sweet. I just want them to do that remake oh, of that, like right. the, um, um, the other one, uh, Abe's Odyssey. The new and um, tasty. Yeah, Red Alert again, but... Oh, see, there's only 20 games, like, it's such a... Man, the PlayStation 1 had such a huge catalogue. Yeah, and the, I reckon the tricky thing, I feel like... Like, it's not out yet or hasn't even been announced, but I feel like I'm scared that it'll be taken over by more games that were popular instead of more games that have aged well. Yeah, yeah. Because there are some games, like so many games on PS1, that are still fantastic, fun games to play. But, like, if you just pick, you know, certain ones that are just famous, they're just kind of... Well, I'll I'll, I'll get to that at the end of of these. I'll... Um, cause I've got one that I'd like to see on there, but I'll talk about that in a sec. Oh, yep. Smash it. Smash um, okay. Uh, Stephen Brown says risk and command and conquer red alert or retaliation. So another command and conquer fan. Yep. Nice. Uh, Paul Davison river raid two. Yep. Yep. Perfect. I yep, loved river cool. raid one, but it's a little older than PS one. Yeah. Yeah. Look, maybe the Atari classic for Paul Davison. Yes. There. That new Atari one they're making. Yeah, yep, there we go. He'd like that. River Raid yep. 2, but yeah. Um, and then uh, John O'Sullivan says, Driver and Die Hard. Man, I played Driver back Driver. in the day. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, San Francisco, wasn't it? No, I think that was Driver 3. Was it? Yeah. Jeez, what was the first one then? LA? I have no idea. But I think oh. the San Francisco one was Driver 3 with like a number 3 in the name where the E is, you know? Uh, oh, right. Okay. I think I could be wrong. I mean, it was a billion years ago. Okay, alright, so one game you would like. Only one, mate. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Okay, easy. Mine if would they have be va- that on there, I'm getting it. Mine would be Vagrant Story, this um, RPG from Square Enix. Oh, but, nice. But it would look so bad on a big screen TV. It would look awful. Yes. So bad. I love the game, but it would just not translate well. And I'm just like, oh, just remake it, you know? But yeah, you know it's what? a great... It's a great RPG, but it would just look absolute trash. I reckon what they need for this one, because like the the NES Mini and the SNES Mini both look fantastic. What mm-hmm. because they just age better, pixelated graphics always do. But what they yeah. need for this, I think, that could save it is a a choice of HDMI or just your normal AV cable inputs, so people could buy a CRT and connect it to that. Yeah, yeah. You know, just just have both in the box and have like, but it's probably hard. You know, way harder, yeah. and more expensive, yada yada. But I reckon if if you could just get AV and get like a nice small, you know, average size little CRT, these games would look so much better. Mm-hmm. Agree. Like what they're made for. Yep. Well, yeah. yeah. Well. Well, that was that was really cool, guys. Thank you very much for um, answering that question. Um, we'll try and ask a bunch more before the next uh, episode uh, or if you want to ask your own question or just you know write to us and say I reckon, hello I reckon you should ask the passenger something next time mate I keep asking him stuff 
I will. Okay. At the request of Callan Davison, I will ask a question next week. And it's going to be, why does Callan love fun? Um, <laughs> you can... <laughs> You can catch us just on our website. It's probably the easiest way. It's uh, www.gametrainedpodcast.com. Or you can ask us on our Facebook, which is just facebook.com slash gametrainedpodcast. Uh, or our Instagram, which is just at gametrainedpodcast. Um, you could, if you were a psychopath, ask us on Twitter, but I just haven't even seen anyone look at that thing yet. Which is hey, just- I've, had, I've had people write on Twitter before. There you go. So, yep, you can write on Twitter, uh, which is Game Train Talk. Maybe because it just says talk randomly. Maybe. Uh, but you know what, guys? That brings us to the end of this episode, which means, of course, we have to take it away and bring it home with the lame love and hype trains. So, let's jump right in and take it to the lame train. All right, Kellen. Hit me with yep. your lame train. Yep, easy one this week. Um, I ran over my headphone cord with my chair by accident and the end broke. Yes. And I don't have my good headphones anymore. Well, looks like it's a peripheral lame train episode because mine is my Elite controller, which I already gave away to um, repair, which cost me 40 bucks, and it came back because the back rubber was peeling off, which I saw happen to heaps of them. And this time... Just from using it a lot, the uh, rubber in the analog sticks just peeled right off. And wow. there's nothing there now. Yep, it's like... I, I guess that control's not very elite then. No, 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 it's not. Although there, it does come with spares and different ones. Yeah. So you can just take them straight off because it's magnetic. But the point was to have different sizes, not to be spare replacements, you know? like. Mm-hmm. And the middle button that makes you switch your profiles on the thing is completely loose now as well. So my lame train is my Elite controller. Well, I'm not getting one of them then. No, not even the white one. No. And and they make so many awesome designs of their normal controller, which feels and handles beautifully. My day one launch controller is still perfect. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Unless they fix something. But anyway, mm. let's move on to the love train. Helen, hit me. All right. Uh, my love train is this week. Carl actually has good internet now. Nice. So I don't have to hear the whining and the sad faces and the pictures of his things saying 55 hours to download and the crying faces and I just want to play this game and oh, I've got to do this. <laughs> do this update and I get a crying face from him. Like the amount of times I've got those over the last couple of years, he's finally got good internet. He downloaded something faster than me for once. I couldn't believe it. He's like, yep. Oh yeah, mine's done. I'm like, mine's on 75%. So now I'm going to be sending you to sad faces. Yeah. But only for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. You'd get yours for like days at a time from me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had to do like cross country treks, you know? <laughs> yep. Um, my love train is I finally have fast internet. Uh, my love train relates <laughs> Did to... Did you copy my, my notes? <laughs> my love train relates to my own self and my own personal life. Um, and it's... <laughs> you think hearing about it is bad, buddy? Try having three to five megabytes a second download speed mm-hmm. for three years. It was just painful. You have... I don't know if you've ever spent that much time with bad internet, but you just don't know what it's like to move in to a house with... 50 megabytes a second internet and and people going like 
oh yeah cool that's normal and you're like no it's not normal it's heavenly and it's godlike and amazing and transcendent yeah it's normal um so yeah that's definitely our love train um and so that brings us to the last one which i think yours might be exactly the same as mine as well okay what is your hype train hype train Finally, mine is Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> wow. There you are. It's, it's been a slow burn. It's been a me. slow burn. But uh, yeah, no, I finally, I finally given into the hype. I'm fully in the anticipation zone now. Maybe it's something to do with that, that we're in October. It's out this month, finally, after years in development. The latest just trailer. The latest trailers, like the last couple, the ability to grow your own beard. There is fishing. There is blackjack. Like, yep. Yeah, there's a uh, it, it. Just everything about it, from the trailers and from uh, reading people's impressions that have played like an hour of the game, etc. If it keeps up in that same level that we're seeing, it's going to be a game of the year, or or more. Like it, or or it will be a a, a um, generation possibly. a generation defining a defining game. Now, yeah, that's going pretty far to say that. But it with is everything rockstar. with everything that's coming out of this game, if it can hit everything perfectly, it will be. But you know, we've got to wait October twenty sixth. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Well, my hype train is for once not the same as that. My hype train is this very moment as this episode comes to an end and we can go play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so keen. That game feels fantastic and I can't wait to talk about it more, which segues into the end of the episode as next week we will be talking and reviewing officially Assassin's Creed Odyssey and uh, telling you all about that. Also, we're going to jump on and try that online uh, both for FIFA and for Forza Horizon 4, so we can tell you how that feels and works now that we both have actual normal internet that's not from the Stone Age. Um, you guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for always checking in and having a listen. Uh, Callan, did you uh, have anything you wanted to... Yeah, guys, remember to write in, ask why Carl still doesn't like fun. Um, uh, he'll, he'll talk all about why he doesn't like It was like because of the fun. internet. I like it's it Because now. of the internet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see how that goes. Nice. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> this has been Game Train.